Today on the newscast, is war now imminent between Israel and Hezbollah over natural gas? Plus, as widespread protests rock Iran, is the Iranian regime in trouble? Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got a very important update on growing tensions between Israel and Hezbollah over energy, plus growing protest inside Iran. But before I get into it real quick, if you've been tuning in here recently, you've probably heard me talk about my good friends at Mayor Panim. Now, with the Jewish High Holidays just around the corner, starting in a few days, we're partnering here at the newscast with Mayor Panim to help Israel's neediest. Did you know that over 2.5 million Israelis live below the poverty line, including 1.1 million children and one out of every three Israeli Holocaust survivors? Mayor Panim's restaurant-style soup kitchens are providing warm meals to these needy Israelis in a comfortable dining setting. If you want to fulfill the biblical mandate to bless Israel, and help Mayor Panim provide Israel's hungry with the food and care they need, just visit mayorpanim.ericstackelbeck.com. Folks, it's a great cause that we truly believe in. So you will want to check that out for such a time as this. And what a time it is. Perilous times, no doubt. But as we say here in the newscast, these are Bible times. We have yet another indicator of it unfolding right now in Lebanon, where Hezbollah leader Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah is threatening war against Israel over the Karish natural gas field. Now, we've been talking about this here on the newscast over the past few weeks. Israel has uncovered massive deposits of natural gas off of its coast, the Mediterranean coast, off the coast of northern Israel and Haifa. Israel wants to excavate this natural gas and utilize it. Why not, right? Israel just signed a deal in June with Europe to provide the Europeans with natural gas. Israel will send it through Egypt, and then Egypt will send it on to Europe. That's the basis of the deal that was agreed to earlier this year. The main reason for the deal is real simple, folks. The major falling out, of course, between Europe and Russia over the Ukraine war. Europe no longer wants to use Russian uh, gas and oil, and Russia no longer seems to want to provide it to Europe. The two are at loggerheads. So Europe and the European Union in particular needs alternative energy sources as that long, cold European winter approaches, and they are turning to Israel. Now, this year alone, Israel has upped its natural gas production by 22%, a pretty big leap. And although Israel can't replace all of that Russian natural gas, it can replace at least a small bit to make Europe's life a little bit easier as, again, they move into the winter. Hey, we're already moving into late September now. Before you know it, temperatures will plummet across Europe, and they're going to need that natural gas to help heat their homes That's why they're turning to Israel. But there's one problem here, potential problem. Lebanon, which is Hezbollah's home base, is suddenly saying, wait a minute, part of that Karish natural gas field is ours. Israel, we want to also reap some of the benefits of all this natural gas that you are excavating in the eastern Mediterranean region. By the way, Turkey and Erdogan, their radical president, They would love to be in on that as well. More on that in a minute. 
But Israel is saying to Lebanon, no, it's our find, it's our natural gas, and we're going to excavate it. Meanwhile, Hezbollah, which is the main power broker in Lebanon, more powerful than the Lebanese government, even more powerful than the Lebanese army, they're threatening war over this natural gas. Nasrallah's been barking about this for months now, folks, and he's saying to Israel, if you dare excavate that natural gas, it is, quote, a red line for us, and we will attack you. Over the weekend, he said, quote, that Hezbollah's missiles are locked on that Karish natural gas field. Now, back in July, Hezbollah sent three unarmed drones towards the gas field. The Israel Defense Forces shot those drones down, but that seemed to be an early warning shot uh, by Nasrallah. Will he take this all the way? Will he actually go through and instigate a major conflict with Israel over natural gas? Israel's Defense Minister Benny Gantz said last week, if you do it, Hezbollah, not only will you pay the price, but Lebanon, the nation of Lebanon, your home base, will also pay a very heavy price. Remember, Hezbollah's power base, again, is in southern Lebanon on Israel's doorstep, also in the Bekaa Valley region and in the suburbs around Beirut, the Lebanese capital. But this next go-round between Israel and Hezbollah will certainly uh, consume all of Lebanon. It's going to be a wide-scale, nasty, bloody war. We've talked about it a bunch here on the newscast. Could we be heading towards that great northern war, as I've called it, between Israel and Hezbollah and, and Iran as well in Syria, also at Israel's northern doorstep, could this natural gas situation be the trigger? Folks, we are keeping a very close eye on it. Again, Israel is now connecting the Karish natural gas installation to its energy network in Israel, meaning Israel is ready to start excavating. They're not being deterred by these threats from Hezbollah. They are ready to move forward as early as this month. As we close here right now, Iran is being rocked by protest because of the complete lack of any kind of morals by Iran's so-called morals police. That's right. Iran sends a group around of people who essentially harass young women in Iran if they are not dressed appropriately, Islamically enough, according to the Iranian regime. And one of the main sticking points is always the hijab, the head covering that Iranian women are forced to wear by the regime. God forbid one of their hijabs is on wrong. The so-called morals police will harass them. They can be arrested, beaten. Well, we had that once again last week in a story that's really gaining traction here, folks, internationally. 22-year-old Masa Amini, she lived in, she was from originally the Kurdistan region of northwestern Iran. Well, she was apprehended by these so-called morality police inside Iran uh, because her, her hijab, again, was not on, I guess, uh, covering her head enough. Well, she reportedly was beaten to death by these Iranian morality police. Now, the Iranian regime saying, no, no, that's not what happened. She died in custody of a heart attack. Her family is saying, no, that's not the case. She was 22 years old. She was in perfect health, no health problems at all. We believe she was beaten to death. Now there are protests, and they're starting to spread in Iran. Of course, the epicenter is that Iranian Kurdistan region and the Kurdish population in Iran. They're rising up against the regime. We're seeing activity and protest around Tehran, the Iranian capital as well. 
Keep an eye on this, folks. Now, the UN, shockingly, came out and condemned Masa Amini's death, and they're demanding an investigation. Uh, But what will the Iranian regime do? Now, apparently the head of the morality police has been suspended over this incident. We're waiting for more details about that. According to some reports out of the region, he has been suspended. But the most likely scenario here, folks, is that the Iranian regime will crack down and crack down hard. This is not the first go-round on protests in Iran since 1999. We've seen wave after wave of unrest, civil unrest and protest by the Iranian people who are the main victims of this wicked regime. Back in 2009, we saw one million Iranians in the streets of Tehran protesting the regime. Ultimately, that protest was crushed. At the time, Barack Obama was the U.S. president, and he didn't lift a finger to help the Iranian people. I don't mean militarily. Even statements of support. Instead, he said, quote, we don't want to be seen as meddling. So much for a Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall kind of moment for Barack Obama. But that's history now. It was back in 2009. The unrest has continued since then. We're keeping a very close eye on the outcome here with the Iranian regime. Do these protests spread? We'll have all the updates for you here in the newscast. Thanks for joining us today. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.